Absolute Radio is where you can hear Prince, Mumford and Sons, and I will wait, I will wait for you, and the Killers. Can you read my Absolute Radio, where real music matters. Absolute Radio is the home of rock and roll football. Barclays Premier League football commentary every Saturday afternoon. Quick fit, you'll be amazed at what we do. Can this show get any worse? Ian Lee on Absolute Radio. It's a spark special, kids, for the first hour of the show. 0330 123 1215. Yes, yes, yes. Very exciting, very exciting. Hello, dear listener. Thank you to Ben Jones for um, uh, another... How long is his show? Six hours? If it's not six hours, it certainly feels like six hours. Uh, this is Ian Lee, Absolute Radio, Mondays to Thursdays. Uh, Macapaca is through there. Oh, hang on, Macapaca. I've, I've, I've got rid of your microphone. I've assigned it to someone else. As we've, we're full of... The studio is full of guests. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh. Are you there? Hello. <laughs> yes, we got you just. Uh, if you're wondering why the, the, there's more confusion than usual, it's we have uh, what I like to call a film crew here, all the way from Israel, which is uh, uh, rather bizarre. They got here today, and we are filming uh, a documentary. So the first hour of the show is basically um, about Sparks. Who are you, you say? The, the pop band, stroke rock band, stroke avant-garde band, stroke electronic duo, stroke whatever it is. Uh, you want to call them. They're one of my favourite bands of all time, um, which is, uh, I'm guessing, why I've been asked to appear in the documentary. I don't think I'm particularly big in Israel, so that would uh, preclude that. Um, but I'm a huge fan of Sparks, and I've been a fan of Sparks for about uh, maybe five years when they came on uh, a radio show that I was doing in another life. And we were offered Sparks, and I was like, um, yeah, go on, why not? I was aware of, obviously, the big hit. Um, and also, bizarrely, the um, Now That I Own the BBC song, which is, which is a, a, a great song if you've never heard it. And so we were offered Sparks, and I wasn't sure what to expect, because normally we only get guests in, or I only get guests in, uh, uh, people that I really like and am huge fans of and know lots about. And I didn't really know that much about Sparks, so I kind of bought Kimono My House and did a little bit of research, looked on Wikipedia, uh, and that was it. And they came in. And there was a slight controversy because they'd just been on BBC London, I think with uh, John O'Coleman, and were unable to play their new single, Dick Around, which I'd heard and was awesome. And we kind of said, oh, yeah, we can play it. We can play it. We're a talk radio station, where we were at the time, uh, and, and we can play it. And so they were very impressed. And also, the thing, this is the thing that won them over, is before the interview, I said, if you want, we can be the first ever interview you do where we don't mention this town ain't big enough for the both of us. And they're like, Really? I said, yeah, we don't, we don't need to mention it. I don't, want to, I don't need to mention it. I know you did it. If people don't know you did it, it's their problem. And they were, I think that won the round, Penny, the fact that we didn't mention this. <laughs> at, at the end of it, someone, a, a drunk idiot, phoned up and, and sang it to them. But <laughs> at no point did, did, was it mentioned in the interview. And they were just the most charming, delightful gentlemen you could get. I was kind of expecting them to be, I don't know, I thought they were going to be trouble because they look like trouble, don't they? Ron with the moustache and Russell with their... They look like trouble. And I kind of thought they might be a little bit arrogant. 
are uh, a bit full of themselves, uh, a, a little bit up their own backsides. And they weren't. They were the most charming, delightful, humble, soft-spoken men I've ever met. And at the end of the interview, they said, hey, listen, well, we're doing a concert at the Forum tonight or tomorrow. You're more than welcome to come along. Now, I get invited to these things all the time, and I don't like going out, as you know, dear listener. I, I prefer to stay at home with my wife and um, watch telly or play on the Xbox. Uh, but for some reason, I went. Um, and it, uh, Benny, what album did we, Hello Young Lovers was the album, of course, that they were, they were previewing, where they played the whole album, uh, and then came on and did the hits. Uh, and, uh, it was amazing. Have, I'm so glad I met them before. D- the meeting these, these two quiet, well-spoken, artistic, thoughtful, intelligent gentlemen, and then going, seeing these same two men going on stage and just making the loudest most ridiculous, over-the-top, pompous, in the best sense of the word, noise, was fantastic. What a show. Very rarely do you go and see a rock concert, uh, and um, it's full of jokes. And this was just full of jokes, you know, really good, clever, witty jokes. And it was uh, a treat. Oh, Maka, sorry, if you want to get those calls, then feel free to, so I do apologise. Just really full of good humour and jokes and great songs. And there's there's a couple of songs where... um, Ron, who is the, 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 the softest spoken of the two, if that's even possible, just comes on with an electric guitar and rocks. And from pretty much the opening chords of that concert, I was hooked uh, and had decided that this was going to be my new favourite band. And they're awesome. And I'm very, very lucky that I've interviewed them a couple of times. I got to meet them backstage after that concert. And uh, they just reverted back to being these, these tiny, quiet... Men, you know, who, who could barely look you in the eye. They were so shy. Uh, and I've interviewed them a couple of times, and uh, they are delightful uh, and always very, very polite to me and put up with my ridiculous jokes. And also when I call them the sparks, they don't seem to get too offended by that. So we're kind of celebrating the magic of sparks this evening. And, and if you don't know, you're not that familiar with them, hold on tight, because we could be opening the door to uh, what could be your favourite band. O double three O. One two three twelve fifteen is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, if you want to phone up and tell us why you like Sparks, uh, wh- how you first came across them, what it was that's so special about them, um, even if you don't like them, to be honest, I'm I'm kind of interested to hear you as well. We'll see if we can convert you into a Sparks fan. Look, this is very exciting. Already very international. We're going to Israel. We've got Jonathan on the line from Israel. Hello, Jonathan. Hi, hi. I'm, um, well, that's enjoying the d- de- listening to you. That's the deepest. I wasn't expecting a voice that deep. Hi, hi. <laughs> it's really late at night here. So what what time is it over there? It's uh, after one a.m. Uh, Whereabouts in Israel are you, Jonathan? Uh, Tel Aviv. Tel Aviv. And, uh, I just wanted to say the the Sparks concert you mentioned. I was there. I flew all the way from Israel to see that same concert, and it was really great. Really, at the Forum in Kentish Town. Yeah, at the Forum. Yeah. Wow, well, we, we were. Uh, we we were there together, brother. Yes, yes. Man yes. alive. If, well, listen, if you ever come over and we're at the same concert, then you, I'll be the tall, geeky-looking bloke standing <laughs> head and shoulders. Did you, because that was released as a DVD, Did you? have you seen the DVD and have you managed to spot yourself on there? 
uh, I was more concentrated in the in Ron and Russell, but oh. uh, yes, I think that there's one shot where you can see me from behind. It's good, isn't it? I've very I've I've I'm, uh, been to very few concerts that have been filmed or recorded, but the couple that I've been to, the I don't I don't worry about the band once I'm watching the DVD. I'm trying to uh-huh. I'm trying to position myself exactly, and there's a bit where the, there's a bit in the DVD where the camera swoops down, and I am uh-huh. much taller than than nearly everybody in the world, and you can just see me standing there, very exciting. It was a good night, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it was a great night, and I was, we were very, very excited because uh, uh, you've known them for five years. I've known them for maybe 40 years, yeah. and, and it wow. was a dream come true. You know, came especially all the way just to see them. And, yeah. uh, I look I look it up at the DVD. I look for your tall figure next time I watch <laughs> look it. Look for my ridiculous tall <laughs> figure. So, Jonathan, Jonathan, when you say 40 years, when, when did you first get into the band? Uh, well, it was like everyone else with uh, Kimono My House and then the, um, Indiscreet and Propaganda, which are my favourite three albums. Yeah. And, um, well, Penny, by the uh, way, sorry, uh, hang on, Jonathan. Penny, if you want to hear what, what's being said, please put some headphones on and you'll be able to hear, uh, you should be able to. Is there stuff coming through those headphones? Can you hear things? Can you hear things? No? Try those ones over there. Sorry, Jonathan, you, you probably never heard this show before. This is how unprofessional and slack <laughs> I am. I'm hearing, I'm hearing you very, okay, very there's, well. there's stuff. Penny, if you, you're caught up, your lead's caught up by your ear. If you release that, otherwise you'll look silly on the film. You don't want to look silly on your own film, do you? That would be <laughs> terrible. He's going to look ridiculous. I'm trying to help him here. Jonathan, please carry on. Yes. Yeah. Well, actually, I'm, um, I'm calling for a very serious uh, confession, which Uh-oh. I would like to read it, a statement that I wrote, and I would like to read it from paper. Cause you, it's, you, you've written it's a statement? Personal. Wow, OK. Oh, where you yeah. go, sir, yes. Um, it's my tips confession. Uh-oh. And... Um, um, can I start reading uh, read it? Has it got filthy words in it? Uh, not at all. Uh, oh, well, carry on then. Never mind. It's very, very, it's very clean. Okay. Um, well, the secret has been uh, on my mind for years. Yeah. And today for your special, uh, the Sparks uh, show, I decided it's time for me to finally get it off my chest. Yeah. Why did I decide not to ever have any children? Oh, my God. Well, for years, people in Israel were convinced the real reason for my refraining from having any kids was for tax purposes. Yeah. Uh, condoms are deductible here and diapers are not. Um, I would, <laughs> okay, I carry would, on, Jonathan. I would defend myself. Hey, if you can marry for money, yeah. why the hell can't you use your empty children's room as a tax shelter? Exactly. Why not? But it was... Not true. The real reason I always kept using contraceptives was a song I heard in my early teens. It was Tits by Sparks. <laughs> okay, me... you're the tits guy. Yes, now I know who you are. Yes, go on. <laughs> Let me explain. Okay. As a kid, the lines, now she says, tits are only there to feed our little Joe, yeah. traumatized me and filled me with unbearable guilt. Yeah. See, today I'm Jonathan, but back then I was Little Joe. Little Joe was me. Yeah. Therefore, it was only because of me my father could not co- continuously enjoy my mom's beautiful breasts. Wow. The, wow what, a horrible, what a horrible burden on a 12-year-old. What a burden on a 37-year-old this is now for me, blimey. <laughs> so I vowed never to let any future newborn <laughs> stand, stand between me and my loved one's nipples. No, no. well, Jonathan, thank you. For that. Uh, well, there's, there's one more, uh, one more line here. I was afraid you'd say that. Okay. <laughs> Go I'm fifty. I'm fifty now. Yeah. And thanks to Ron and Russell, I never had to give up any tits pleasures. 
Anyway, not since I started having sexual relations with women four years ago. Well, Jonathan, I, let me just check. Mark, oh, can we? Mark, can we say? Um, can we say tits pleasures on the on the air over here in the UK? S- say say I, what? Sorry. Can we say? Can we say said, tits pleasures? Yeah. We can just about get away with it. Oh, okay, that's good. That's good to know. I just said that. Oh, you you just yeah. said it? Yes, I know. It's a great song, by the way. And um, well, I, by a strange coincidence, Jonathan, we have that, that queued up. Would you like to hear it? Yes, I love the song, and it brings back memories, as you may may have guessed. Yes, yes, of, of tits. Yes, OK. Well, Jonathan, it's lovely to talk to you. Thank you so much, and I really enjoy your show, and, and I really love the Ringo Starr interview. Oh, it was good, the Ringo interview, wasn't it? It, it, it was great. It was he, was, great. he was absolutely lovely. Jonathan, thank yes. you so much for calling. Take care. Bye-bye. Ta-ta, there we go. We said, we said it, uh, the Sparks fans... Um, a special, and Jonathan was, was proof, if proof need be. And here is the song he requested. I don't think I can say that word anymore, so uh, let's just listen to it. Uh, Adele and Sapphire to the Radar. I like a bit of Adele. Uh, always very, very nice. Um, Alex is on the line. Uh, there's part of our Sparks special. Good evening, Alex. Hello, good evening, Ian. Now, you're, you are, uh, you're organising the Sparks convention that's taking place on Saturday in Brighton. That's right, yes. What, why? Yeah. Why would you... Or, I, listen, I love the Beach Boys, I love the Monkeys, I love Sparks, but I couldn't organise a convention. Why are you going that extra bit further? Well, the money that is raised goes to the Rainbow Trust, which is a children's uh, charity for children with terminal illness. OK, fair play, good cause, well done. And uh, I don't organise it, but it would be totally impossible... Uh, I'm involved in it. Hey, forget, Alex, forget the other losers. Are they on the phone now? No, it's just you and me. Take the glory from it. Yeah, well, look, yeah, I'll we'll be easing the post. Uh, Alex, the uh, sole organiser of the Sparks Convention uh, in Brighton. And what, what's going to be happening there? Well, uh, from noon to 1700, we've got disco DVDs. 1700? Uh, Listen to you. It is a military operation oh, you've got going here. And it's, uh, we've got a couple of acoustic sets. There's going to be a quiz, which yeah. is dead easy. Yeah. It's general knowledge in music it isn't sparse-related because it's made it so that other people can join in. Oh. And uh, from 1800 till very late, the wonderful Alpha Male, who is fronted by uh, uh, Kevin Hook and David Olson, yeah. will also be featuring Ian Hampton from Spark, X-Sparks, Trevor White X-Sparks, and Harley Feinstein X-Sparks. Fantastic. Nelson. They'll all be playing... And uh, there'll also be disco and DVD shows in that section. Alex, and other what, artists. What, what, Alex, what is it about Sparks that, that, that um, gets you going? Why do you like them so much? God, it'd be easier to ask, ask someone who wasn't a Sparks and why they didn't like Sparks. Yeah. It's like asking me why I have salt in my porridge, really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you do have salt in your porridge, you weird, you weird Scotch, aren't you? Yeah, that's right, yeah. Uh, and unlike your previous caller, Jonathan, uh, Using Ron Mail as a style icon has been no problem for me getting women at all when I was single. Really? Have you got the uh, Have you got the slick back hair and the moustache? I've hardly got any hair nowadays. Oh, bless you, <laughs> bless you, Alex. You sound like a boy. Oh, I wish, I wish. I'm uh, uh, you. Have you ever met them? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Alex, we're losing you. Come back. Come oh, back. Sorry. Stand still. I'm, I'm not moving. It's it's a bad signal. Okay. Have you, Have you met them? Yeah. Yes, they're, they're ab- like you say, they're absolutely charming. Yeah. They're uh, and, and extremely shy. Yeah. Uh, Russell is always the one who appears to be the more blokey, but 
he's, he's still amazingly shy, you know. I don't understand how they do that. When they're on stage, uh, they are these, you know, and Russell plays the part of the big kind of rock star when he's on stage, yeah. you know, bouncing yeah. around and, and he's still very charming, but kind of bouncing around. And, and uh, Ron is, is, you know, this, this slightly avant-garde. Kind of, well, yeah, exactly, but just staring at the audience intently as if he could kill them all with his laser-like vision. And yet you meet them in real life and they're all kind of shuffling around and handshakes and looking down and very polite. And it's, uh, it, it's amazing that they, you know... I tell you the thing I like about Sparks, Alex, is yep. up until um, a, a couple of months ago when I, bought, uh, I was given the book that's just come out about that, up until then, I knew nothing about the band. And in that, I mean, you, pop stars and rock stars nowadays, you know everything about them, who they slept yeah, with, what they've eaten. True. I didn't know if they were gay or straight, if they were married, if they had kids. I didn't know if they were really brothers. I didn't know anything about them because they never kind of did those... Ron Mail reveals all interview. Russell, my drugs hell. You know, there was never any of those kind of stories about them. And it's just that kind of mystery that surrounds them that, that makes them all the more exciting. They're also the, the floor. That, like you say, it's that mystique that keeps people coming back for more, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. Alex, listen very quickly, because it's a terrible line. Uh, where, where and when on Saturday? It is the Hydrant, 75 London Road. From midday, the afternoon session is free. The evening session costs a fiver on the door. Oh, that's if not there's bad, any, any room left because uh, there's obviously quite a crowd going there. Yeah. And send my regards to Penny. I'll be talking to him tomorrow as well. Excellent. Well, you can say, Penny's here. Penny, come on. Listen, you're sat here quietly. Uh, Earn your keep. Put that, point that microphone towards your mouth. That's the best way. Put it towards your mouth. Okay, that's it. Okay. Penny's here. Penny is the, 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 the director of this film, although I'll be honest, I've seen him do no directing whatsoever. It, it, it would appear to be, Alex, that the other members of the film crew... Yeah, the other members of the film crew... And I've already had an embarrassing um, uh, incident with one of them, which maybe I'll discuss when they're not here. I really have, Maca. Very embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, very very embarrassing. Oh, dear. I, like, properly embarrassing. I don't want to say it now, but she mentioned it, so it's... But anyway, I won't... <laughs> Anyway, I'm intrigued. Uh, Alex, uh, listen, best of luck uh, uh, at the weekend. Penny, any messages Thank you've got you for Alex? Well, I, I'm waiting Penny. to see you tomorrow. Yes, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a tingle tomorrow. Be oh, careful. You've got my phone number. Alex, be careful. He doesn't shut up talking, so, it, 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 you know, <laughs> it could be hard. <laughs> Alex, <laughs> listen, I'm sorry I can't make it down. Best of luck, and um, send me a little email. Let me know how it goes. Uh, Cheers, mate. Ta-ta. I think that was uh, him saying goodbye. It was hard to tell. Sheila's on the line. Hello, Sheila. Sheila, turn your radio off! There's a seven-second delay, Penny, so just in case someone drops a, an F-bomb or something, so we'll wait for Sheila to uh, appreciate this. Ooh. This is good radio. This is Sony Gold. Listening to yourself again? Second, seven. Here we go, here she comes. Oh, hello. Yeah, that's you! <laughs> hello. hello. Hello, Sheila. Hello. Turn your radio off! Can you hear me? Turn your radio off! Oh, hang on a sec. Um, I, mm, Turn it off! <laughs> Sheila! Hang on a sec. I'm uh, trying to. Would you ter- hang on a sec. <laughs> Seconds here are valuable on Absolute Radio. They cost hundreds of pounds. Sorry, sorry. I'm trying. Hiya. Can Hi, you hear me? Radio Turn it off! <laughs> done it. Hello. Sheila, I can still hear the radio. Oh, I can't. I'm trying to. Oh, hang on. I've done it. No, I can hear it! <laughs> I've done it. I've done it. She has, she's actually done it. Sheila, welcome to the show. Hiya. Let's pretend that last two minutes never happened, shall we? <laughs> no, we will, yeah. OK, good, good work. What can I do for you, Sheila? 
Um, well, actually, I didn't think he'd really get back to me, and now I'm all sort of tongue-tied. What? Um, no, I just think they're absolutely amazing yeah. and really exciting. Yeah. Genre-bending, is there such a word? Genre-bending? There is genre a word now. Bending. I'm going to start a band called Genre-bending. Oh, really? I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to start a band at the weekend called Genre-bending, and um, we're going to play um, French pop, but uh, backwards. Anyway, I don't right. know how that would work. Okay. So how long have you been a fan, Sheila? Only for a couple of years, although my brother Carl was a great fan in, in the 70s, yeah. so I grew up a little bit with... When I say a little bit, how can you grow up a little bit with spark? Yeah blaring, bouncing off the walls, but my brother was a massive fan, so I grew up a bit with it, but um, a couple of years ago I went back to his house and for some reason put Hospitality on Parade on yeah. and was absolutely blown away by it and then of course went on YouTube, as you do yeah. and um, just was amazed at how prolific they've been over the years, so much so that I thought there must have been ten of them well, they, they, have re- they do release uh, a lot of stuff, and it's all pretty much different. Uh, can I say, Sheila, I am surprised. I, I kind of get the impression, and, and, and maybe this is, this is wrong, but that Sparks um, are more of a man's band than a girl's band. Does, does that make sense? Am I being hideously outdated and offensive there? You're not being offensive, no. I'm not a feminist by any means, but uh, no, actually, um, <laughs> you've got to be kidding, haven't you? Have you seen them? <laughs> no, actually, it's funny enough, uh, when, when I was little, I remember seeing, seeing them on Top of the Pops. Yeah. must have been about ten. Yeah. And everybody's always going on about how frightening Ron Mayo was with his Hitler, so-called Hitler. I found yeah. that offensive. I call it, I call it the Oliver Hardy moustache. Yeah, Chaplin moustache. Well, I thought he was gorgeous. Yeah. And I was only ten. Oh, you had a little I crush thought, on Ron. I thought, I thought I was supposed to be scared of him, but I'm not, whereas Russell was sort of young... Yeah. Pretty, beautiful, and I, even at age 10, he was too young for me. Yeah. But in actual fact, he's sort of caught up with me now. So he's gorgeous. Did you not... Uh, uh, this, uh, this is a confession, kids. I always thought Russell, the singer, for those who don't know, I always thought he was German. Why? Because he sounds German. He's got, like, a German accent when he, he sings. Hasn't. No, I know he hasn't now, but when I was a kid, because he's got, he does have a very strange accent when he sings. It's not, it's, it's not English, and it, it's, it's a strange... They're Anglophiles, weren't they? Well, yeah, oh, very much so. You might think the English are vile now, you know. Oh, no, they love the English. They, yeah. they love the English. That's why they come over here and play all these concerts. Yeah, I know. I went to the premiere last year, the English premiere of... No, the year before of the seduction of Ingmar Bergman, oh. and I also went to the Swedish one as well. Hang on a minute. You went the, the, the one for, for the other radio station? Yes. I was there as well. Oh, where were you? Sheila, hang on a minute. Is it Hel- Helena or Helena? It's Helena. Helena. Oh, oh, good. That's the correct way to pronounce the name. Well done. <laughs> it, is, it is the correct way. I, I can't stand this Helena nonsense. Helen, he, Helena, you were at the, the seduction as well, weren't you? Yes, I sat behind you. Oh, really? Oh, gosh, I'm sorry. Was, was I in the way? Um, maybe a little bit. No, I think it was okay. They didn't actually perform there, did they? So you could just sit and you watch could sit. them watch us, I guess. And because they were sat up upstairs with us as well, weren't they? Yeah, they did. I know, that was well cool. There was, there was one guy who could, There was in this, this BBC theatre and we're up, upstairs in the balcony. Everyone's going... Hmm, these seats are a bit rubbish. Why aren't we down in the front? Then suddenly Ron and Russell walked past and sat down there. We're like, oh, these seats are good. Yes, these'll do. These'll do. Uh, so, uh, Sheila, what did you think? What did you make of the, the, the Bergman thing? Absolutely fantastic. It's good, wasn't it? Absolutely. I saw the one in. in I went over to Sweden for yeah. the other one as well, the yeah. first one, uh, which was daring of me because I went by myself. Wow. And I went to the London one by myself. Yeah. Well. I'm being daring now, ringing you. You've been very daring, and it's appreciated. Well done. Yeah, but it was absolutely incredible, and the most beautiful, um, the Sergio Teatro, and I think I've pronounced that right. Yeah. Absolutely wonderful venue, but just an amazing piece of composition. 
Yeah. That sound clever. It does. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It does sound clever, Sheila. You're very clever. I'm not. But, no. You know. I well, sound Eleanor, what did you reckon to it? I thought it was fantastic. I'm Swedish as well, so I, I felt you know slightly like honoured as well. Whereabouts in Sweden are you from? Um, sort of north of Stockholm somewhere okay. in the countryside. I say that as though I know Sweden. I've only yeah. been to Stockholm uh, a couple of times. <laughs> well, there you go. Then. The, and. Uh, oh, it's, it's, it, well, it was it was lovely, and well, going off on a slight tangent, and why why the hell not? That's what we can do here. Uh, my brother-in-law was getting married over there in like a big park near a castle or something. Do you know it, Helena? <laughs> there are a few castles <laughs> around in Sweden. Okay, that yeah, it was it was it was it was one of those. <laughs> one of those. I can't be any more specific. I'm oh, afraid. I, I probably know. Yeah, you probably you probably been there. Yeah, you probably had a bit of that. Uh, it was good. Wasn't it? They're, they're trying to turn that into a film at the moment. Yeah, they're doing a big performance in uh, Los Angeles, aren't they, in a few weeks' I think time. they are, and hopefully to get, to get a bit of cash yeah. to do that. Helena, if, uh, you, uh, I'm going to put you both, uh, uh, starting with you, Helena, uh, on the spot. Helena, if you had to pick one of them to uh, spend the rest of your life making love to, which one would it be? Ooh, um, <laughs> that's a tricky one. It, um, oh, is it? Um, well, I don't know if I... Well, Ron, maybe. Wow! Uh, Sheila, you'd go for Ron as well, would you? Um, ask him. <laughs> <laughs> really? No, I, I, I don't know. I, um, uh, oh, I don't know. You put me on the spot as well. Okay. Well. Um, if, okay. If I had to pick one, and I hope my wife isn't listening, it'll be Russell. But uh, Helena, <laughs> Sheila, lovely to speak to you. Thank you so much for calling in. Thank you. Uh, can I just say one thing? Yeah, go on. Of course you can. I've got a bone to pick with you. Oh. Why did you put? Um, as on you were coming on air, why did you play? Um, um. This town is big enough for the both of us. Like, that wasn't very sparkish of you, was it? Oh, no, but I played the plagiarism. No, it wasn't, because I played the version from plagiarism. Well, that's true. Ah, ah, ah. It was a bit different, but, you know, it was a little bit... At first, I thought, oh, ho-hum, ho-hum. Oh, ho-hum, ho-hum. Well, no, first of all, Sheila, well, back off here. Now now I'm getting angry. First of all... (laughs) The reason, I, the reason I played it was, uh, and if you've heard, the, you've heard me talking earlier on, you know that I, when I interviewed them, I never mentioned that song at all on air. OK, the only, the only interviews they've ever done where that song doesn't get mentioned, OK? okay. Secondly, I played it to put it in context so that people who were may, possibly unaware of the band, and I'm getting lots of people on Facebook you saying... You know what, Ian? You don't have to explain. I'm just a scout you, for that Sheila, I do have to explain, because you, you just asked me a question. Okay. So, of course, I have to explain. I played it to put it into context so the people who might not know who they are, and there are one or two people, and to slightly deviate from the norm, I played the plagiarism version, so... Yeah. Up yours. (laughs) Thank you for for calling, (laughs) Sheila. Helena, you don't mind that I played it, do you? No, that's all right. Am I allowed to say something, too? Yeah, go on, of course you can. (laughs) Thank you, Sheila, by the way. (laughs) Yes, go on. Um, Well, through Sparks, I met uh, one of my best friends. We were backstage at the gig and started talking before the band showed up. Yeah. And uh, she's actually off to to Los Angeles now, so I think she's going to to watch the thing, the Bergman thing. Um, I don't know if you do take requests, but if you would like to play La Dolce Vita for her, it would be fantastic. We wish her good luck to live in Los Angeles. Uh, Helena, we will will look into it. Thank you so much for calling. It's very nice to talk to you. Thank you for the tweet as well earlier on, Catwoman. (laughs) All right. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Uh, we've speak- oh, we've got Laura and Joe. We've got Mark. We've got Rob. And, and Penny, you're not getting off free here, I'm afraid. I'm going to talk to you in a second about <laughs> this, this film you're making. All of that after... The- oh, a bit of this. Absolute radio. This was our inaugural... In Lee, Absolute Radio. Doing something a little bit different this evening. We'll be back to normal uh, procedure after midnight. Don't panic, kids. But I just thought it's a little bit interesting to do something... Uh, a little bit different and, and dedicate the first hour uh, to Sparks. And we're getting people on Facebook saying, who? 
What? Sparks are awesome. OK, and you, you will definitely have heard this town ain't big enough for the both of us. You'll, you'll, you'll definitely know that. But uh, they have done, I don't know, 21, 22 uh, albums. Uh, they've kind of done the, the sort of 70s glam rock thing, the 80s electronica, the 90s avant-garde, borderline dance music. They've done everything, uh, and they do it all superbly. Uh, I've got uh, uh, joined by a chap called uh, Pinny. Hello, Pinny. Hello. I don't know your last name, sir. Schatz. Schatz. Pinny Schatz from Israel, from uh, Tel Aviv. Yes. Uh, and the reason we're talking about Sparks is because you got in touch and you are making a documentary about Sparks. I'm making a documentary about Sparks fans. About Spark? Okay, about Sparks fans. It's a unique approach to reveal the music of Sparks through a different angle. Yeah. And uh, I think it never has been done with any other band, so it's Sparks are first here also. And what are you finding out? About Sparks fans, that uh, they are really uh, eccentric. <laughs> good, good choice of word there. Well and done. Very, and very uh, devoted. Yeah, yeah. And there are many of them who will I will meet uh, on Saturday on uh, at the convention. Yeah. But are really uh, devoted for almost forty years. And uh, and. And as it said, that uh, Ron and Russell are a very shy and good-hearted uh, mm. gentleman. Mm. That's what I discovered also about the fans. Mm. Why did? Wh- when did you get into Sparks? What was the first? When, when I was, was the first time you heard them? Yeah. In, with uh, Indiscreet album. Yeah. And um, since then, I kept buying all the albums. And uh, in Israel, it wasn't so easy because in Israel, almost nobody knows about. Uh, yeah, Sparks, and uh, and then uh, five years ago I came to see them at the forum. The s- so we same big I was at. Yeah, this is amazing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and then uh, I got in touch with uh, Ron and Russell through Guy Medin, who is working with them on mm. uh, their film mm. uh, Seduction of Ingmar Bergman, and Ron and Russell agreed to uh, cooperate mm. with this uh, film about their fans. Yeah. Uh, okay, best Sparks album, worst Sparks album. Indiscreet yeah. is the best. Yeah. Terminal Jive is the worst. <laughs> it's, it's not brilliant, is it? Terminal? It's not. It's not the best one. Um, uh, what, what, um, and have you, have you seen them before? You saw them at the Kentish Town in Forum, but had you seen them live no, before? It was that was the first, first time. time. You know, just to, you and me to both. fly from a few thousand miles. Yeah. It wasn't uh, easy, but I decided and. Uh, I think that uh, a little Beethoven, Hello and the Others, and now the seduction of Ingmar Bergman mm. are the albums that are mm. at the same level of uh, Island Era mm. albums like Indiscreet, uh, Kimono, and uh, Propaganda. And it's r- really rare to find a band that exists 40 years and not uh, doesn't live on the past yeah. glory. Yeah. Well, this, is, you, you, uh, this is what I said to them once I interviewed them, that, 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 that they're getting older and older, and bands, normally, when they get older, they kind of just release albums just, you know, to make money. But they're still doing it creatively, as in an art, you know, for artistic reasons as opposed to financial reasons. You said the film's about um, Sparks fans. Uh, who's in it? Do, are you allowed to say who you've got in the film yet? Uh, regular fans I have from all over the world. Yep. Some of them are already sending... Uh, 
videos. Yeah. I asked from uh, people from non-English speaking countries to translate amateur hour and put to perform and uh, oh, record it. Well done. And yeah, send good us idea. Videos. My wife will be sending the Hebrew one. Brilliant. And uh, well, that's a brilliant idea. Well done. And uh, there are, of course, celebrity fans that we are negotiating so far. James uh, Farewell, yeah. Christian Hoffman, Jane Widlin have agreed to participate. Oh, and there, I know there are one or two others that we're not allowed to say that you're just, you're just waiting for that final yes. email with yes. a, a confirmation and a day. Best of luck. Uh, I'm, I'm very looking forward to it. Uh, we, we've got a few more people who've called in. Let's go through these. Let's go to Laura and Joe. Hello, Laura. Hello, Joe. Hello, Laura. Hello, Joe. We'll, I tell you, we'll go to them in a minute because it sounds like they're having a really lovely chat. Uh, <laughs> Dino. Hello. Hello, Dino. How are you How doing, you? fella? I'm very well, thank you. What can I do for you, sir? Oh, I just wanted to uh, phone in um, just to say that uh, I think it's great that you're, you're spending time um, speaking about Sparks. Yeah. I think they're one of the, the best bands and, and yet they seem to go under the radar so often. Yeah. Um, for me, I've been listening to them since 1974 since I was 12, and I think they've been one of the most consistent bands over the years. I think they're special. They just don't sound like anybody else. Mm. Who, who sounded like Sparks before them, and who sounded like them since? Yeah. You know, they're, they're just such a, a unique act. The um, thing that the thing that always strikes me over here, because mm-hmm. I, I have been trying to read up about them a little bit, mm-hmm. is that um, a, a, a lot of people, you, the, kind of like the, because the, they were a huge pop band over here. Yeah, when yeah. with "Come Over My House" and "This Town Ain't Big Enough," they were like a pop band, and they were you know playing with Sweet and Mud and you know and all these kind That's of right. pop bands. Right. Uh, and then because they went off into a different direction and went back to the states, a lot of people over here just assumed that they'd split up or mm. you know that they they'd kind of vanished. Um, and they've just been going and going and going and, and bringing out great stuff all the time. That's right. I think in the sort of late 80s, early 90s, they actually, when they did go off the radar in Britain, I think it was because they were trying to get an American sound. Yeah. And and the one point in their career when they actually maybe tried to sound fashionable, Yeah. and that's when I think they then didn't become uh, current, you know. Yeah. It's when in the last few years when they've got back to doing what they do best, uh, I was at Little Beethoven when they're you know, breaking the boundaries Such of a what record. is rock pop music. Yeah. They're back to their absolute best. You know, and, and as you said earlier, they're men of their age and to have been in the record industry for yeah. 30, 40 years, to be making the music that they're making now is just testament to their, their ability. Do you know, I've got to move on because we're running out of time yeah. uh, and we've got less people to get on. But can you do me a favour? Can you sum up Sparks for me in one word? Oh, uh, in one word, Achoo. There we go. Bye. Thank you very much. Laura and Joe, are you there now? We're here, we're here. What the hell were you up to? What were you up to? Yes. Oh, my God. These may not stay very long. Julia's my hot sister. Hello. Hi. Excellent. So, (laughs) thanks for that, ladies. So, (laughs) sorry about it, Joe. Can I ask, have you been drinking a little bit this evening? A lot. Yeah, I thought that was the case. A lot, lot. Just a little bit. Are you Sparks fans? Yes. Yes, we love them. Why? We just do. They're amazing. Love all their tunes. What's your favourite tune? Oh, you know. Um, the last one you just played. Yeah, we love that. that was I don't great. think they've ever heard of Sparks. Oh, yeah, and I, know, I like Kicked Off by them. OK. Yeah. And who's your favourite... Who's you your... Shut up, girl. What? Shut, shut up, girl. Who's your favourite member? You. <laughs> 
Get off of it. Kicked okay. off. I okay. like kicked off. Okay. Do you like? Do you like? I'm just going to try something, girls. Before I, I get rid of you, do you? Who's your, who's your favourite? Is it? Is it Steve or Jonathan? Jonathan. They've never heard of Sparks in their life. I do apologise. <laughs> Mark's on the line. Hello, Mark. Yeah, hi, Ian. Good evening. Good evening, sir. Well, we haven't got much time, so if you could be, be brief, sir. Yeah, what have you okay. got? Well, I want to, um, I've been in the Sparks fan club for just over 35 years. Well I'm done, running yeah. on behalf of my friend Gary Barrett and myself. And yeah. in 1981, yeah. um, they did a promotion at the London Hilton Hotel. And this is before the days, obviously, of the internet. So yeah. you never found out what was going on usually till afterwards. Yeah. But my friend's mum happened to hear them interviewed on Radio London, and they said that they're doing a promotion for the press only yeah. at the Hilton Hotel to promote the new album then called Want That Sucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And on the front cover, it's a picture of Russell lying unconscious on the boxing ring floor where Ron's just knocked him out. Yeah, it's a good picture. And they hired out the ballroom of the Hilton Hotel and they actually staged a boxing fight where the two brothers fought each other for three rounds. <laughs> and it was absolutely brilliant. And we... And it was they... for the, the thing is, it was for the press only and my yeah. friend Gary and I went up there and yeah. the security guard... Um, uh, in the Hilton Hotel said, you can't come in, yep. where's your press pass? He said, look, we're fans, you know, please let us in. Yep. And he said no. And then another security guard came up and said, oh, come on, look, let him in. One of them's got the new single there, oh. let him in. So they let us in, and it was absolutely unbelievable. You never see anything like it again. Yeah. They had a proper boxing ring with yeah. a proper referee, and, and there was all the press there and some celebrities as well. Fantastic. And, um, Ron and Russell came out in their proper boxing dressing gowns yeah. and gear and they fought three rounds and each round they played a, a different track from the album. They did Tips for Teens for round one, yeah. Funny Face for round two and uh, Wacky Women for round three. Mark, that, listen, I've got to move on because we're out of time. That's an, um, did you know about that, Penny? Were you aware that they did that? I read about it. That's fantastic. Mark, thank you so much for that. Thank you for calling. We've got time for two more calls very quickly. Rob Bonet. I, uh, You're not a Sparks fan, are you? I am. Listen, I heard Sparks for the first time in 1994. They yeah. did a session for Simon Mayo on uh, Radio 1, and they did the 42nd version of Now That I Own the BBC. Yeah. And that was the B-side on their best single, which is... Which is that? What is that? Well, the Changes is their what, best single, as far as I'm concerned. Where do I get to sing my way? Oh, uh, well, you, you think that's their best? That is their best single? Change is surely their best. No. Every dog anyway, is going to have its day. All right, go on. So let's not fall out of this. Am I on the telly now? What? Am I on the telly? You're, yes, w- wave. You're on You're on a film somewhere. I am. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> but very briefly, I reckon the reason they're so, like, humble is they don't know how good they are because they can do different things. Yeah. And just very briefly, I think if they know that, they would disappear up their own bumps. <laughs> but because they don't know that, yeah. that is why they are... Dead calm, I think. Rob, it's an interesting idea. You could be right. Listen, we've got to move on because we're out of time. Uh, Vinny, you're the last call. Hey. Hey, Vinny. How's it? Have you called in about Sparks? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm a big fan as well. Yeah? Yeah, I've actually spoken to them. You were used to, Well, listen, when I, I mentioned when I, about four or five years ago and I first interviewed them and I said to them, we're not going to mention that song, uh, This Town Ain't Big Enough. Vinny, this young lad here, called up and was the, the drunk idiot at the end who sang um, This Town Ain't Big Enough to them. And they 
were they were in hysterics at that. They thought you were hilarious. Billy, listen, we're out of time. Would you okay. like to, to close this interview by repeating one more time your uh, classic rendition of This Town Ain't Big Enough for the Both of Us? The Town Ain't Big Enough for the Both of Us. Thank you very much, Verinda. Uh, Pinny, listen, it's lovely to have you in. I hope you've got something that's vaguely useful. It's excellent. <laughs> <laughs> I can just imagine you back in Tel Aviv in about a year's time, in the, cut, in the editing room going, that was a waste of a night. <laughs> boy, oh boy, we, we, we went there a day early for that. What a waste. Listen, it's very, very nice to meet you. Thank you so much for Thank coming in. So much. Uh, I wish you the, the very best of luck with the film. When you get anywhere with it, do let us know, and we would be, I'd love to see it, and we'll, we will plug it and promote it, and you know, hopefully we can get a screening over here as well. Thank you very much. It's back to normal after the break. 033-0123-1215. Well, Macapaka, come in here, because we'll take calls straight to air for the last hour of the show. We'll take it, take it nice and easy. Absolute Radio. Breakfast! Well done, well done, well done, boys and girls. Thank you for your patience there. Weren't they lovely people? Absolutely lovely people and very interesting. 0330 123 1215 is the phone number. Ian Lee, Absolute Radio. Calls are going to go straight to air um, for the last hour of the show. A couple of uh, bits of business. The Kurikorda Quartet, who is this band playing here, the Japanese folk band, it's their last gig in the UK tomorrow. It's at 5.30 in the Claw Ballroom at the Royal Festival Hall. It's free. So come along. I'm going to be there. Come and say hello. Don't touch me. Uh, but 5.30 tomorrow at the Royal Festival Hall. Anyone who's seen them will tell you they is awesome. Absolutely fantastic. So if you want to come along, uh, it'll be lovely to see you there. Uh, and just to let you know as well, the Ringo Starr interview that we played on Monday is still available. You can get the full unedited audio uh, by going to iTunes and typing in Ian Lee, Ringo Starr. Uh, and you'll sit there. Or if you go to absoluteradio.co.uk, uh, there's a video that you can uh, see there. It's on the front page if you look very, very carefully. It should be there. How many views have we had of that so far, Mac? Is it... Oh, hang on, you're there. Sorry. Last time I checked, it was over 11,000. Sweet baby Jane. And the bosses upstairs are well happy. Good, good. About time. Because contracts is, you know, kind of getting towards that way. We need some stuff. Line one, you're on the wireless. Is that me? Unfortunately, yes, it is, Mr. St. Oh. Michael. How are you, Mr. Lee? I'm a little bit peed off that I'm being forced to do something against my will, as I'm sure you would be, Mr. Sir Michael, if that were the case. But apart from that, I'm fine, thank you. You're going to have a lovely weekend with my family uh, and forgetting all of my anger and my resentments. Okay, but 71 people can't be wrong. They purchased tickets to see you and me. Well, to see see me, Uh? to see me, technically, and you're um, hanging on to my coattails. All right. 60-odd to see you, 11, including my wife, Dave. Actually, your wife is coming to see me. She sent me uh, a text. All right, well, my son, Dave, and my daughter, Michelle. Well, actually, Dave is coming to see me because he wants to give me a bunch of fives. Well, my daughter, Michelle. We made sweet love that summer back in 99. That's my daughter. Yeah, she was my lover. Ah, don't be disgusting. July the 17th. June the 17th. June the 17th. June the 17th, a lot of people coming. It's going to be wonderful. Uh, I don't, Must I don't write know. some jokes. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. I'm in bed. Oh, well, I didn't know it was going to be that kind of phone call. The <laughs> um, thing is, Ian, my Margaret's away at her sister's. Yeah. And I'm all on my own. And right. I feel ever so lonely. And I thought I'd just phone. If any listeners want to cheer me up. Oh, do you bit. want to talk to some listeners? Well, if they're... 
want to cheer me up. Yeah, if they're going to be rude like you, no. It's in the old side. 0330 If you want to have a, a mucky chat, Barry, is that what you're after? Well, I'm assuming by you giving out the number that there's actually no one on the line. Well, could I, that... well if I could get a word in ways. Oh, God. Barry? You know what? I've suddenly come over all tired and I've cheered up a bit. So... No, you stay there, Barry. Barry. You started this. Barry. Oh, ha- Hello, Andre. All right, Barry, all right? Yeah, what, I'm a bit down. I'm a bit down, you know. Well, what's the matter? Well, my wife's gone away. I've, I've done away. all... I've gone away. away? No, she's oh, gone sorry. away. Oh, sorry, Barry, I didn't hear you probably, sorry. God, oh, I, I hope she I hope I've she got very good hearing. I've got very good hearing, Barry, sorry. No, she's still alive. Well, it's a sort of alive life. And kicking? Pardon? As you two might say, alive and kicking? You will just uh, keep so, talking. You will just keep sorry. talking, won't you? Oh, sorry, Barry. Oh, sorry, sorry. What, but that's the reason you're feeling not too good, yeah? Yeah, for the bit sad, Andre, you um, know. Well, I would have cheered you up if you was on the Blooming A13 when I was living. <laughs> oh, yeah, you would have been all right then, but where was you? Yeah, you're talking rather quick. Anyway, oh. the thing the thing yeah, is, I've done, yeah, I've done no, all yeah. the things... Oh, sorry, but Go on, carry on. Yes, yeah, so I've done all the things that, you know, I do when she's away. I've had some fat oh, well, food. Know, that, that, that's your department, Barry. I don't want to know. <laughs> that's, oh, sorry, that's, Barry, that's actually quite a good comeback. Yeah. That's quite uh, a good comeback well, for well, on, Barry, What was you going to say, Barry? I've had... Is uh, that my phone's credit going to run out in a minute? Oh, that's a shame, isn't it? Oh, oh it's uh, just it's just run out. There we go. Oh, okay. God We've got some that. Pick a line, Barry, between one and six. Uh, number five. No, oh, number five. It's an unknown. Okay, number five. You're through to Barry. Hello. 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 I heard you on Steve Wright today. Wasn't I funny? Compared to this, you were awful. No offence. You're brilliant. Oh, go away. That's not not oh. nice, is it? How dare that man? That's <laughs> Robbie. That's <laughs> Robbie Dove. Oh, I met Robbie Dove at the weekend, and he, I'll be honest, Barry, he's a dick. Am I not funny on that programme? Not, not very. Line uh, six, you're through to Barry. Oh, Barry, uh, all you need to do, mate, is get back on that old speckled hen. You know, that stuff that used to make you go all loopy. Oh, I've, I've got on. an old speckled hen. It's a drink, not a medical complaint. But <laughs> I, I won't be having it tonight because it's a bit late for me. I'll be out, you know, in the toilet all night. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. At your age, I suppose you don't want to be staying up. No. But I think it's a bit late for booze now. Well, yeah, it probably is, yeah. But it's nice hearing another voice, you know. Yeah. I've got my tinkle curled up on my lap. Oh, yeah, old tinkle. Uh, uh, twitching, a little wet nose there. Snuffling in between my legs. You know? <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, I'm stroking his fur, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Barry, it's, it's been nice to speaking to you anyway. You cheer up, mate. You keep. Oh, that's you up. off, is it? All right. Line four, then. Hello. Hello, line four. Hello. Is anyone there? Hello, Barry Love. Hello. Are you feeling a bit, a bit lonely, a bit, a bit down in dumps? Bit down in dumps, I. Yeah, have you, you, what you, 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 you've got your tinkle in bed with you, haven't you? 
I've got me tinkle, it's give perked you, give, up you, a give bit. you tinkle a nice firm grip and, 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 and just hold on to it tightly and you'll be absolutely fine, love. It's a dog, not my penis, but yes, no, I no, will. No, that's what I meant. I know it's your dog, yeah. A, oh, yeah. well, I'm stroking uh, my little tinkle. Yes. He's responding, certainly responding. What a lovely laugh you got. Yes, it's all right, isn't it? Yes. It's a bit like mine. Is it emphysema as well? Yes, too many, um, too many roll-ups, Barry. Oh dear, yes. you know, since my wife's been away, I've had about six hundred lamp and butler since four thirty this afternoon. And what? That's your cigarette of choice, is it, Barry? Love? It's the class. It's the choice <laughs> of the classy man about town, Watford town. Do you know, like a Marlboro Light or something. I don't. Well, you go... Get yourself a nice bit of rough shag. That's what you want. Have an evening. Well. I could do. I was thinking of going up to yeah, Beavers Market Street tonight, but it's a bit late now. Bez. Hello? Bez, how you doing, mate? Oh, a bit down. Why are you so miserable, mate? Well, my wife's gone away and, you know, for an hour or so, you think, great, long leash, you know, but get to this time of night, I feel a bit lonely. Well, has well, she gone to any shops or something? No, she'd come to see her sister in Blackpool. Well, she'd gone there for, what, she'd gone there for the weekend? Yes. You're on your that. own, mate. What are you talking about? You're a bachelor. No, oh, she's, she's out of the way, mate. Go on, what, sort yourself what, out. What, what should I do? I don't know, go in town, go in what, what, Watford Central. Pull some old slapper, some drunken slapper on a Saturday <laughs> night. I can't do that. I'm happily married. Hello? I don't think, no, Hello? Right, how you doing? Oh, is that Vinny? Yeah. Do you want to come over, Vin? We'll have a little, little drink. Watch Babycast. Uh, how's your wife first of all? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, well, she's still alive. She's at her sister's, but. Do you think she left you for someone else? Pardon? Do you think she left you for someone else? Well. Uh, not the state that she's in. I mean, you know, she's... I can't see her pulling anyone, really. What's wrong with her? Have you seen her? No. Well, it's... She used to be very attractive, but her face... Did you see Doctor Who the other week? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's not nice. If you're listening, Margaret... I still think you're a beautiful lady. Obviously not, if you describe her as a Doctor Who monster. Well, how do you know I wasn't uh, thinking that she was Doctor Who's assistant? Yeah, it's you casting as aspirations on my wife, not me. I'm guessing she's not as young as that. No, she's not as young, but, you know, what's youth? Who wants to be young? Yeah. Well, you're right, I do, really. It's not a lot of fun. Yeah, it's, being young is not all that, to be, to be honest. It's not all that, no, no. I just want to say, if, if I go in the night, it's been lovely speaking to you all. Good night! Absolute Radio. Breakfast! Hi, this is Christian O'Connell from The Breakfast Show. We are hosting a... 
Absolute Radio. It's Thursday night. It's half past twelve. Man alive. My weekend starts in 32 minutes. What a weekend it is. Career quarter quartet tomorrow. Uh, meeting a friend for lunch on Saturday. Going for a barbecue with the Career quarter quartet on Sunday. What a weekend. That'll do. That'll do. Bank holiday Monday, of course. We start at 10. Eloise is back. The show starts at 10. I don't know why. They never tell us why we start an extra hour on a bank holiday. No extra money. Um, so do uh, do try and listen. If you've missed any of the shows this week, then I, I thoroughly recommend you go and download the podcasts. There are the, the full show, which has just the music. The uh, Sorry, I'm trying not to belch it. The adverts and the travel and the news are all cut out, so it's just the talky bits. There's the best bit, uh, which is like the best five or ten minutes. There's also Shepherd's Pie, the videos. There's the best of Barry. Uh, and again, if you want to see the Ringo Starr interview, then um, please go to absoluteradio.co.uk. Guests coming up. Bizarrely, next week, Hanson. Yeah, let that sink in. I like them. That's why I'm doing it. Um, Hal Blaine. Hal Blaine may be coming on the show. Now, 95% of you are scratching your heads going, who? I guarantee, I guarantee you will have heard Hal Blaine's work. Guarantee it. I know for a fact that all of you will have heard Hal Blaine. And there's 5% of you going, Wow, Hal Blaine? You're, he's coming on. He's coming on the show, hopefully. Uh, who else have we got? Oh, I was speaking to a very nice lady in America who was at the uh, Elton John concert on Thanksgiving 1974 that um, John Lennon came out for the encore. John Lennon's last ever concert appearance. It's the night that him and Yoko got back together again after he'd had a weekend with May Pang. Uh, she was there, and she filmed it. On Super 8, it's silent, It's the quality's all over the place, but it's wonderful, a wonderful document. Uh, and I've kind of been emailing her, and she is very, very up for coming on the show. I managed to persuade her it would be a good idea. So hopefully she's going to come on the show at some point. Uh, Mark Crosley's on at 1 o'clock this evening. Uh, so for the last half an hour, I thought we might take some calls straight to her. 030 Can you use that one, Macapaca? Because yeah. that's the one I've got wired up, and I can't be bothered to. What are you doing this weekend? Anything exciting? Uh, I am relaxing this weekend. Mm. Um, yeah, nothing much, really. Kind of a bit boring. Put it near your mouth. Hello. Come on. Hello. That's better. Hello. Thank you. Hello. No, that's, but, but relaxing is good. I might play a bit mm. of L.A. Noir. I have a little bit of that on the Xbox. Ah, is it good? Yeah, it's good. Very, very, very um, violent. Really? Yeah, I've seen, I've seen some horrible things on it. Yeah. I've, I've only seen the trailers. That's good. You have to tell if people are lying or not by Ooh. their facial expressions. But sometimes it's quite easy because they kind of go... <laughs> like that. But sometimes it's quite hard. But it's a good game. Very good game. Computer games have come a, come a long way since They've Pac-Man. come a stuff. long, long way since Pac-Man. Uh, we'll take calls straight to there for the last half an hour, shall we? 033 123 It's got a line one. One, you're on the wireless. Excuse me, what were you saying about me? I haven't even called up. Well, you've just called up just now. No, I didn't. Just now you did. What are you talking about? You're on the phone now? Yeah, I didn't call up before, though, about Barry. OK, were well, you at the thing on Friday night? Yeah. You behaved awfully. Shame on you. Well, you were embarrassing, you were loud, uh, you were being slightly obnoxious. I had so many people come up to me and say, who are those idiots at the back? You liar. I'm not lying at all. Not lying at you all. Had a, no, I'm not. I had a lot of people saying that your behaviour was, was uh, unacceptable. No, you were not. I'm not, I'm not lying. Yes, you are. OK, you believe that, but that's the truth. Uh, it's true, they, he was behaving awfully, being really loud and talking all the way through it. It's like a tiny, quiet little folk mm. concert. Just being really loud. And then yeah, he was I'm... with this girl who just kept pinching my ass. I said, could you stop pinching my ass, please? 
Really? Yeah. It's, I was going to say it's like the unwritten rule, but I think some of these places might actually have it on writing. So it sometimes is the written rule. Yeah. I did have, I had um, four or five people come up to me and say, who are those uh, noisy people at the back that were talking all the time? And I said, oh, don't do me. Not on, man. Not on, man. Uh, live three, you're on the wireless. <laughs> You've called in a lot tonight, <laughs> Vinny, haven't you? Well, the second, only my second time. It's your third time? No, second time. Uh, third. First time was when I was speaking about Spark. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, 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 yep. So! Yeah, I'll, I'll just say that um, you're not uh, man enough to pay Lenoir. I'm not man enough to play Lemal? <laughs> no. Have you been, um, um, you've either been smoking, drinking, or playing with yourself until you went silly? Which one is it? Um, smoking. Okay, okay. Just try and say it nice and slowly, Vinny, so that we can all, we can all understand. La. Noir. La Noir. Yeah. La Noir. Okay, yeah. Or as I like to call it, L.A. Noir. But yeah, go on. <laughs> No, it's La Noire. No, it's L.A. as in Los Angeles. But anyway, carry on. No, it's, it's La Noire. It's, it's L.A. Noire. But anyway, carry on. <laughs> yeah, you're not man enough to play that, though. What do you mean I'm not man enough to play it? I've been playing it. Yeah. You're, you're not man... You're, listen, you don't even own an Xbox or a PlayStation. Yeah, I'm not a geek. I'm, I'm doing this. I'm, I'm invited to a, a, a launch of a new video game next week called mm. um, um, what was it called? Garden of Eden or something. It's supposed to be a really good game. I mean, mm. I'll have a look see what it's called. Uh, and, to, the, and and I would have gone anyway, right? Because it, it, it looks like a wicked game, and I'm I'm, I'm I'm a big gamer. What game is it? Hang on, a second. World of Eden. But they say in the the invitation. By the way, if you pop along for half an hour, we'll give you an Xbox Connect and the game. Really? I'm there. Beautiful. Wow. I'm there. I'm totally I there. I have one already. I have the Xbox, I don't have Kinect and I don't have the game. I'll put the Xbox on, I will uh, keep it as a spare on eBay. Uh, well, can't give that away as a price. No, 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 I'm going to use it for my own personal gain. Huh. Not one of your best phone calls so far, <laughs> Vinny. Have, have you got any way you can pull this one out of the hat? Oh, yeah, OK, so um, who's coming next week? Ha- Hanson. Uh, um, pop, um, pop. Umbop Umbop are coming, yeah. Umbop Umbop. And uh, who's who's the other bloke? Hal Blaine. And you said uh, I guarantee um, you you know their work. Yep. Yeah, go on. Um, tell me something about him. Nope. If you're going to guarantee it, I can gu- I can guarantee it. Go on then. Well, no, I don't. I, you'll have to wait until he comes on the show. I can I can guarantee. Yeah. You will have heard his work. Oh, and if you're wrong, uh, then what? Then, OK. Have you heard um, Good Vibrations by the Beach Boys? No. Right, now you're being an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> now you're being an idiot, aren't you? Because you have. No, I haven't. I might have uh, heard it. Uh, I love the colour. You've heard that song, yeah? Uh, no, I haven't. Uh, I love the You know that song. I swear to God, I don't know that song. <laughs> Shut up, man. Yeah, hang on, I get to the chorus. Hang on. Okay, all right. See, you've heard, you know that song? Yeah. Okay, well, then you've heard How Blaine. All right, then. Okay. Well, well, thanks, Vinny, for a really boring five minutes. Yeah, but... Uh... Oh, go away. 
1215. We have more of your calls straight to air after the jam. Apologise, we're having a little chat there. We thought, we thought you might like to listen to um, a group called a quartet. Why not? Uh, line two, you're on the wireless. Hey, partner. Is that the cowboy? Yee-hee. Yee-hi. Yee-hee. Hey, cowboy. How would you like a little game of uh, smell the cowboy's finger, partner? Oh, I'd like that. Shall we, uh, Macapaco, do you fancy playing it? Yep, yep. Uh, Andre, do you fancy playing smell the cowboy's finger? Uh, pardon? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Ian, turn, your, turn your radio off and shut up. I wish I had ten rifles every time you said that. Yeah, I wish you turned your radio off before you phone up the radio show. Uh, right, how's that? Yeah, now shut up and listen. Right, OK. Yeah, I just uh, um, run over yeah. the rules again, partner? Yes, just go over the rules one more time for us, cowboy. OK, uh, just to recap for those at the back, uh, I'm going to stick my finger in something <laughs> and uh, I'm going to describe what it is. You're going to smell it. And then you're going to have to tell me what it is. Okay. Have you got that, Andre? Yeah, but, go uh, on. Bloody hell, go on. Is your lady friend there? Because uh, I don't know who's going to be the prize here. There's Which the... one? Oh, oh, sorry. Now, go on, what? There, there are no ladies here, uh, No, cowboy. there's no ladies here at all. Oh, it's just boys. Boys' own. Go on. Okay. Go we on, will right. just continue on anyway. It don't, it don't matter, no. Okay. Okay. Okay, I'm going to stick my finger in this... Oh. Okay, I'm gonna stick two fingers in this. Wow, okay. <laughs> okay, it's uh it's meaty. It's brown. Oh god. Beanie and spicy. Meaty, brown, beanie and spicy. I think you've just stuck your fingers up your own back. Steady, Andre, oh, steady. Oh, no, steady. Sorry, go on. Is it a is it um, a burrito? It's not a burrito, <laughs> partner. Oh Macapac, you'll go. Uh <clears throat> chili con carne. 
What did he oh, say? He got it right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I know I shouldn't have said that about him, that cowboy. Andre, shut up. Macapaco, it's your turn to stick your fingers in something. Oh, okay. Um, all right, I only need the one finger. Okay, one finger's going in. And I need to take the uh, undo the jar quickly, then put the finger in. Oh, oh, it's a bit, it's a bit, uh, bit moist. Moist. Uh, it was oh, a horrible moist. word. And oh, it's, it smells a bit of a fruit. Kiwi, mango chutney. No, no, no. no, no. A fruit that grows on a plant, I think, which is quite a low uh, lying plant. A low lying plant. And Cowboy. A low-lying plant. <laughs> I think I might know that one. Go on he in, stuck his finger in the weed bush. It's a, it's a grave, isn't it? No. <laughs> no. Hang, tra- trading the belia. I saw someone earlier oh, um, no, put, um, no. spreading it across their toast. Jam! Yay! Yes! Okay. Oh, you beat me to the punch, partner? Uh, but I will beat you to the punch. All right, my turn. Okay. Can uh, I just go in a minute? If you get it right, Andre, of course you can. Oh, go on in. Okay, I'm putting my hand in something. and Oh, it's damp and it's sticky. Oh, and it's dirty, dirty, dirty. Hello, he's in there. <laughs> steady! Oh, oh, no, sorry. Steady! Um, right. Oh, no, go on. I didn't mean that. I like Louis, Louis, right? Sorry. Yeah, uh, cowboy, any ideas? Uh, can you just <laughs> grab it again for me, pardon? Okay. I'm putting my finger in, and it's damp. <laughs> oh, I'll keep laughing about it, Louis, I'm sorry. Ste- well, steady. Go on. It's dirty, it's sticky, and it smells of poo. Um... You stuck your fingers up your bubble part. Excuse me, don't repeat what I just said. Don't repeat what you just said. Right, right uh, Ian. Yes. Right, I'm just about putting a finger in something. <laughs> You've not it's guessed it, mine yet. It's in a pint glass. Yeah. It's freezing cold because it's come out of the fridge. Yeah. And I've had about three of them. I've been there already. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a pint of Stella. Now, right, thank you. Right, go on. Okay, now, you're, you're you won that one, so you'll go. Well, I've just done it. You've not even guessed what mine is yet. Go on, then. Poo. It's my, it's my baby's nappy. Oh, uh, oh. oh, oh goddamn! That's based on a true story. Yeah, and you know you were saying about the sparks and all that. Yes, yes, I'm How about a few Basden bands like Come on, Andy, Come on, Vince, Come on, Dave, and all that? And Alison. I've got literally no idea what you just said. I will shoot you down, partner. You're talking about Peche Mode and Alison Moyet sounds here. You won't get no better than that. You're talking rubbish, partner. I don't think so. I will shoot you. Oh, yeah. No, you won't. You want to tango with a cowboy? Tango? You're asking I'm dancing? Are you asking? Yee-hee. Yay. This is a bad boy, Andre. Uh, You are a cowboy, man. Yeah. Whip snap away, whip snap away, whip snap away. I'm a cowboy, baby. I'll just roll in from the windy city. The windy city is mine. Shoot you down, ain't nothing to do. Oh, cowboy. You want a little freestyle, Andre? Pardon? Freestyle? Yeah. Mano, mano. I'm the outlaw. Hello. Who what dare? the hell was this all about? I thought the show uh, was meant to be good. That little girl there? You got uh, this uh, geezer trying to be American and... and you want some candy, operate. partner? No. Want a sweetie? No. Yeah? Zoo time! It's you time! 
guy, the mammals, your favorite guy, and you want her to fly, I'll be increasing, I'll be, you hear the thunder stampeding, rhinos, elephants, and khaki tigers, this town ain't big enough for the both of us, they ain't me who's gonna leave, find a man. Yes, I, I, I apologize, but I don't know. Excellent. I never thought the original could be topped, but I was wrong. You want to get that guy's phone number? Yeah, I do. Take them on top. You're uh, signed, I, buddy. I'm sorry. <laughs> I tell you what, let's have the other A side. Uh, Hello? Hello? Uh, who's that? Is that Maka? Uh, um, Barry, Barry got me back up, actually. Because, I'll tell you for why. Because Barry said that he was feeling a bit ropey because his wife's gone past away, or gone away. But he didn't say his sister's vital statistics, which I was a bit disappointed with. And, plus, he can't play five-a-side football. He owes me a beer. Um, what else? <clears throat> I scored the first goal, Ian Abouts, for that. And I scored the penalty. Uh, what else? Um, it was a nice sandwich in the pub. Ian was a bit, uh, well, no, Ian was alright. Uh, I, I scored the, yeah, I scored the penalty. Done interviews. Who was, who was that brilliant actor, actress? Who give me a nice little spritzer half time as a little uh, livener? But <laughs> can you remember? Who, who does remember that? It was a blinding day. We had a good day. Yeah, and what was one? You know, the Olympics is coming up. Could we have a nice bit of a, a swim? The old lot of us. What? Or maybe just me and Eloise. A sponsored swim, uh, um, uh, and maybe Bo's, Bo's sister? What do you reckon? <laughs> uh, any, any answers? Can we have them live to air, please?